everybody, welcome to the Fail Rockstar Club podcast. Podcast from Best Days Vintage that talks about music, mental health and fashion. Lovely stuff. Um, so before we start, can I just get this out of the, the elephant in the room out of the way? The voice. I got a massively heavy cold and last I listened last week and I was getting it at the beginning so I could hear myself going <coughs> quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm so sorry, it's really annoying. Um, but I'm snotty, my eyes are running. I'm coughing, I can't really breathe. So, But you're going to do your best. I'm going to power through, but if it's really annoying, because it annoys yeah. me when I can hear myself like sniffing and coughing and yeah. doing all that, breathing uh, early. I used to listen to a sort of football podcast called The Sunday Supplement. It's a programme that doesn't exist anymore. But Jimmy Hill, some, that one. Not the Jimmy Hill era, but yes, the same, the same yeah. show. Ben FM and... Uh, no, that, yeah. was, that was a different show. Uh, and there was a guy on it, and his voice always sounded like he had a boiled sweet in his mouth. Like he was sucking on, oh. sucking on a boiled sweet, and he used to make me feel sick. Yeah. Mm. So probably similar. Yeah. So I'm so sorry, and I know it's <laughs> annoying, but it's over this. Well, they have a podcast, so I think we all know which one you choose. And I think we know Ed Pattle would particularly <laughs> like to have a podcast. <laughs> He'd be gutted. Oh, no, got, hang on. Let me just change. He's got chair. an early like here. I'm on the wrong chair as well. Early mention. Oh, not, not only am I going to be coughing and spluttering, I'm also going to be creaking. Uh, but you're going to be chipper because oh, it's my talking, favourite time of the week. Talking to an old friend of ours, and she said, who, "Well, who we work with," and she said she likes to listen to it because you sound so happy. Because normally implying I'm a miserable cunt most of the normally time. Normally, you you sound quite miserable. Yeah. But it, that's nice that that's why she listens to it. Mm. <clears throat> also, because she she said because she doesn't see me often, so she likes to. Check in, yep. hear what we've been up to. So, Sally, um, Sally, if you're you, listening, if you listen to this one, it's taken you a year and a half, but you finally uh, <laughs> got around to it. To Cosmos' premier podcast. Mm. Anyway, I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon, BA Honours. No, no, no. no, I've done it again. I've been you've got delusions of grandeur, boy. <laughs> I have no BA Honours, not a single one. <clears throat> but so, I'm used to lying about my qualification. Yeah. Your still, parents still think you got one. Yeah, they know. They know the truth. They know the truth now. We don't. We don't talk about it. Okay. Uh, and that's Stephen Robert Hurdle. He does have BA honours in music industry management, <laughs> which makes him highly qualified to present a music podcast, a music podcast, <clears throat> and run a business. Yeah. So yeah, double whammy. Yep. I mean, I just realised we haven't put the um, Instagram live on. Instagram yeah. live on. So. Are you going to do it? No, nah, can't be asked. Yeah. Sorry, distracting. You won't know about it. Anyway, right. Let's let's More go straight into. Hey, this on the playlist. Get this on your latest playlist. Boom. So, rap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist a list. Oh. Stephen, are you familiar with yep. Bruno Mars? Oh, You've I heard of him, right? a little little wee guy. Yeah, the wee guy from I think he's Hawaiian, isn't he? Uh, wee little guy. He yeah. wears, um, he's heels. almost too wee, isn't he? Too wee. He's the world's smallest giant. He's <laughs> tallest midget. Anyway, he's got a new little cheeky project. What's a goblin? <laughs> right, stop distracting me. You know very well what a goblin is. Uh, have you heard of Anderson Pack? No. Okay, well. Footballer. No. <laughs> <laughs> musician okay anyway those two have got a new project it's called Silk Sonic uh, good name yeah and it's very much it's nothing it's not a new sound but it's a kind of very 
authentic sounding <coughs> 70s R&B kind of okay. vibe. Me man Sean put me onto it here. Yep. Best Days Vintage, that is. Uh, works at H&M. It comes in here on all his breaks and he tells me about little odds and sods with music. Mm-hmm. He's younger, so he's got his finger more on the pulse. Yeah. Uh, and he put he queued up this song. It's called <coughs> "Smoking Out the Window." Okay. Which is good advice if you're indoors. Yeah. Oh, you know, I you see. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. flat to I'm, smell. I'm picturing um, Joe McKeldry. Smoke gets in your eyes. Right. <laughs> 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 Couple of points. Joe McKeldry was an X Factor winner. Gets in your eyes. John Alford. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Alford. It was like right either. Uh, was he from Someone L- from London's, London's Burning. Burning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a time when everybody from London's yeah, Burning because they had a pop career. Soldier. Yeah, mm, went on and had a successful song. They set the template. <clears throat> anyway, someone day <clears throat> smoking out the window. Silk Sonic. They apparently I was reading about it earlier, and they like tracked out. They got Bootsy Collins on it, oh, so yeah, he was like from that, that person, from yeah. that scene. Bass player yeah, extraordinaire, yeah. and they were like tracking down like the actual snares that were used in the like seventies R and B records and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it sounds really you know authentic, like the, like the real thing. Uh, that's just, it's was just it recorded really, really on good a digital desk, or was it recorded tape, tape. on tape? Like, Probably like tape. Ye olden days. I reckon they'd have gone full white stripes, like that. Yeah, exactly. But there you go. <coughs> Smoking out the window. <coughs> Silk Sonic. Get it on your latest plates. Take me to the news. Have you prepared a bomb? Oh, <laughs> no. Hang on. I'll edit this bit. But talk amongst yourselves. Okay. <laughs> it's the news. <laughs> Oh, I've done that before, haven't I? Yeah. Somebody's at the door to tell us the news. We're late. It's the 27 <laughs> minutes past six on a Monday. News. Anorak Patch gig. Soul Sugar Reiki in store. Black Friday weekend. Norway running out of diesel cars to tax. Noise Your Door gig. It's sold out. Ooh, that's a lot of news. Yeah. I had more news, but I, um, I've edited. Yeah. So, um, first one... Um, New, uh, the Anorak Patch gig we yep, attended so on Saturday. As music fans, music podcast hosts, we yep. go to a lot of gigs. Big time. <laughs> Big time. And we went to one just this Saturday, just gone. Yep. At the Art Centre, it was a terrific, rollicking good night out, I'd say. Yep. Three bands, two of which you've played in the shop before. Uh, it was lovely to see them on a big stage with mm-hmm. big sound. Sounding professional. They, Profesh- did, they did sound professional. They sounded good. Uh, bravo. Mm. Patch. And the other band who haven't played in here, I really want to get to yeah, play in here because they're they were really good. good. They had a wet leg vibe. Yeah. <coughs> Two sort of girls in the middle were doing their thing. Shoegazy, like clearly been listening to a lot of the Cocteau Twins. They've got, uh, so they've got at least one song on Spotify, right? Yeah, which is an absolute You like it, then? I really like it, yeah. It's got a good old-fashioned chorus. They're called She's in Parties. Yeah, the song's called Parties. Mess. That song, so that's the, I think it's the only song they got on Spotify, but go and listen to that. I yeah. should put that on your latest playlist as well. Yeah. Mess. Mess. Mm. She's in parties. Really good. Yeah. That's generally was impressed, actually. I yeah. think they were probably... Sorry, everyone else, but they were probably <laughs> my favourite after the night. Yeah, <coughs> I don't want to commit to a favourite, but... Yeah, and then why shouldn't... Think, but it's yeah, like I've said it. all my children. Yeah. Shouldn't have a favourite child either, but I do. Eleanor from Anna Ratpatch is probably my favourite person... Always got time of for her. all the people. <laughs> yeah, of all the people in the land. So I've got a lot of time for her. Yeah, she's a good egg. Yeah, so very yeah, cool. Rooting for her was. She looked cool as well on stage. She had big hair was all up and uh, yeah. dungarees on. Looked cool. Okay, um, <clears throat> Soul Sugar Reiki. 
So this is yeah. a new thing which we've started doing in the store. Mm. Um, for those of you that are, have an aura, I guess, or needs or believe in that, or feel like it's something positive, um, Suzanne has been coming to the store and giving like some free testers on the regs. Mm. You had it. You had it recently, right? Yep. You... She was in Thursday, Friday, Saturday last week. I treat myself to a little uh, reiki session. I don't know how you say it. Being raked. Yeah. Rake. Rakeified. Yeah. Rakeified. Suzanne raked you. Uh, I, I find I was because I'm quite a cynic <clears throat> on anything sort of spiritual that isn't sort of science based, and I did find it uh, quite an interesting experience. Like I sort of was in a meditative state, I would say. Yeah. Like or close close to it. Like even though I was in the middle of the shop, there was it was busy. There was yeah. music playing and you, stuff you going felt on. Like you were like you were distracted. Yeah, I didn't feel like I was in the shop, and I was basically drifting off to sleep. My head felt really heavy, and I was yeah. starting well, that's to the reiki moving. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it had a physical effect on me, and it's not going to be for everyone, right? That's the way. No, it is. I, I would say sort of sixty forty, like. 60% of the people said they like really relaxed yeah. them yeah. and they felt better afterwards than 40 people I think like, you have to, I think I felt fackle I think you have to kind of commit and you have to do it on the regs a little bit as well mm. like they say like benefits are anxiety and stress relief oh, so I read, as I said AIDS of all, huh? <laughs> AIDS restful sleep gives AIDS <laughs> I just said AIDS you can't all. catch AIDS from Reiki I just want to make AIDS that restful sleep helps bring clarity of mind re-energises and motivates can help with addiction and depression, relieves chronic pain. Okay. Well, I mean, it's quite ancient. It's been going around for a long old time, so there's yeah. probably something in it, right? So, but anyway, it's like the positive things is that we're going to be doing it quite regularly in the shop. She's going to be coming to give free sessions to promote herself, promote her business. Something that's kind of cool. It's something different, experiential. Yeah. So why not get involved? You come down, she's here. Yeah, as long as you come, you know, I mean, you're sort of in a public place. So there will be people wandering yeah. around, but the kind of you know the, all the people in here are so chill that nobody's gonna and relax. It, well, it's not a big deal. So if you're mm. sort of anxious oh, yeah. about people watching, and whatever, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that'd be. There's exactly. nothing. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Um, Black Friday weekend. Yeah, that's coming up. So this weekend in store and on our website is twenty percent off full price items. So you can get twenty percent off your failed Rockstar Club merch, people. Ooh. If you've been I'm in an R in about whether or not to get yourself an FRC sweatshirt or t shirt. Yeah. This is the time. Or or tote bag. Yeah, or tote. Yeah, so go on, you can get twenty percent discount Friday to Monday. Yeah, we don't really like Black Friday as a concept, but it's sort of a we can't, can't not beat do it, really. them, Capitalism has given us no choice. Yep. But I you know, do resent a lot of what it stands for, just as a little caveat there. <laughs> but please do come. Just hates American things now. Oh, no, that's not true. <clears throat> um, Norway are running out of diesel cars to tax. That's good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Are so, electric cars cheaper over there? Is that why I that's don't know, but apparently electric vehicles now 70, 78% last year of new car, all new cars purchased. But in Norway. And because they're getting more and more phased out, it's going to be a stage at some point. If they keep going where they're going, then there won't be nothing left to be taxing those kind of like big gas guzzlers mm. so it's got to be positive and I always feel like Scandinavian countries always seem to lead the way when oh, it comes to sustainability all the time Yeah, everybody says when they Culturally. get to like Copenhagen they're just amazed at how clean <coughs> everything is and how efficiently everything runs mm. and you just think where did we go wrong <laughs> yeah but you know 
I can think of a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I think that's that's positive, right? And it's quite good yeah. to read. Yeah, no, that's that it's and lovely that. to have a good news <clears throat> green story. <clears throat> I'm trying to add, include a little bit every now and then yeah. if I can find some well, stuff. Well, I'd appreciate that, thanks. Rather than just boring best day stuff. But I think that's important to note and important and important to celebrate. Yeah. Well done, Norway. Yeah. <clears throat> Although, like Norway. Norway, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so, quick break, quote. Cookie to work or we like Norwegian people, don't we? We sang around some Norwegian people. Yeah, we know the Norwegian national anthem. Oh, I don't know it no more. Well, and we never really da, did. No. Da, 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 <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did kind of learn it. Yeah, for a while we knew it. I, that, was, that was wrong of me to claim that. Okay, and final bit of news: Bong, yeah. uh, the Noise Your Door gig has now officially sold out. Yes, now. I have genuine concerns about this gig. Yeah, I know. Well, I think you booked them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't know who they were or who their friends were, yeah. and how many people are friends with them. Yeah. Seems like they're the popular kids. So I think yeah. there's going to be an element of. Uh, I mean, well, maybe we should talk about this off air. Yeah. <laughs> You're concerned. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried because they play the X Bar, which is a. Uh, I've never heard of it, but I assume a Colchester-based mm. establishment, and apparently it was. Uh, hard to keep it under mm. under control, but you know it's part of the rock and roll business, isn't it? Mm. I'm sure the people who come will respect. We'll this see how space. much they like me putting a towel over their snare drum. <laughs> yeah, can't mosh what's in the towel, can it? Yeah, noise it's quite like. I just, I, yeah, I just think there's going to be a lot of moshing, so mm. uh, we'll just have to see how we go. <laughs> I'm thinking of actually standing next around here to kind of try and keep them away with AJ to keep the. Um... But there's a couple of desk, support bands so. on, and one of the support yeah. bands she brought a lot of people down, so a lot of the names yeah. on the list are her. Yeah. Her names. And then Frey, you know, <coughs> Fraser's just playing on his own, so that no one's going to be moshing to that. So yeah. it really, we've just got to maintain a so contain a mosh for half an hour. If there's not a podcast next week, it's probably because <laughs> the shop burned the shop's down. down, and we've got nothing left. Yeah. So if you are coming, just you know. Do behave yourself and rubber up. And that... <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. That is, is the, the news. news. Okay. That takes us into the quiz. You know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast... You know fuck all about music... Now, <coughs> this week, Steve, I like to, you know, it's a varied theme. Right. Each week, you'll notice. I do, always. Hope you appreciate that. I don't appreciate the, the work goes into because it. it's an actual hassle to do yeah. this. So it's a bit of hassle, but, you know, I quite enjoy it. You, you enjoy it, quiz. quiz. I do, I do. I enjoy answering all the questions. Okay, well, let's see if you do answer these okay. on this week's subject. Songs written by famous people, but made famous by other people Ooh. it's probably a better way of phrasing that <coughs> famous but, covers yeah but essentially famous okay. covers or you know they might have written them especially for an artist oh I see but they're an artist in their own right yeah okay do you see what I'm saying I'm in the shit here already <laughs> okay so I will keep, name you a song mm. that's been made famous by someone else uh, you have to tell me the songwriter okay. in each case okay oh yeah, yeah. you understand of course I understand the concept okay number one all along the Watchtower, made famous, of course, by, by James Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah. Uh, but who 
wrote it? Um, Billy Idol. Oh, <laughs> Billy Idol. <laughs> Who came to fame 20 years after Jimi Hendrix? Uh, Bob Dylan oh, wrote all of the Watchtower. And he actually says... I that, did kind of uh, know that. It was in there somewhere. Yeah. He actually said Jimi Hendrix has played the definitive version. He okay. He really liked he found something in the song that even the songwriter himself couldn't find. Huh. Which I thought was, you know, okay. nice of him to say. Okay, number two. Manic Monday. Just another manic Who Monday. wrote that? Obviously made famous by the Bangles. Bob Geldof. <laughs> Bob Geldof? Who did Bob Geldof write that? I suppose he is a songwriter. Prince oh. wrote Manic Monday. Yeah. As well as uh, uh, nothing compares to you. Yeah, I knew made that famous one. by Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. <coughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that was too easy. Yeah, yeah. Probably would have struggled. I mean, you host a music podcast. It wouldn't know about music, right? Number three, Red Red Wine. Of course, UB40 made famous by UB40. But who wrote Red Red Wine? Maybe you should ask me the questions. Who was the man that made the song famous? Mm, no, because that would be really easy. Oh. No fun for the listener. <laughs> red, red wine, jing, jing. I assume it wasn't a reggae version. Oh, wasn't okay, that's the, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> there goes my answer out the window. <laughs> you say Bob Marley. Yeah. Well, as one. No, 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 reggae Bob artist. Yeah. Um, Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy. <laughs> it's a fine guess and yeah. a much respected artist, but it's Neil Diamond. Oh. Wrote Red, Red Wine. Okay, so I didn't know that. Zero out of. Yeah, you're zero for four. No, for three at the moment. Okay, Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream. That is what you do. So, made famous by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton as a little cheeky oh, duet. Okay. Oh, but who wrote that? Um, who's that person that wrote Big Red Boss? <laughs> Joni Mitchell? Yeah. Joni Mitchell. Big, red, big Yellow Taxi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the Big Red Fun Bus. It's not her, is it? It's not her, no. Uh, it's a band. Okay, uh, is it the well, I assume animals? I it together. It's not the animals, it's the Bee Gees. Oh, of course it was. They bloody wrote half of yeah, them. Yeah, I could have. There's so many songs that the Bee Gees wrote that... Uh, well, it says a lot about them, doesn't it? Yeah, fair play. Okay. You might just give me a little clue sometimes. Okay. Mm, okay. okay. Or die. <laughs> <laughs> if I can break my record. Number five. Diamonds. Now, that's Rihanna... A Rihanna song. Light, light, like a so this is, this is yeah, quite a modern she, yeah, a pop take. artist, but she is an artist in her own right. And here's a clue, you've met her. Natalie Imbruglier! It's not Natalie Imbruglier, I'll give you, I'll give you another guess. She's not oh. known for her songwriting. So it's a, an artist who's had hits on her own, writes for other people. Uh, I'm not, I'm old, not Beverly Knight. No, not Beverly mm. Knight. Our old managers actually knew her. Like, there was like a... Connection, like when she came into Rocket, mm. they were from like the same town, I think. Ooh. No, she's got weird, wears weird hair and hats and stuff, so you can't see her face. Not, um, not, um, oh, her, um, Florella Benjamin. <laughs> Jesus it's not Florella Benjamin. <laughs> Again, great songwriter that she is. <laughs> we did see her in the rehearsal ring once. You know, in the shop. I'm talking about. Oh. She, if I remember, Benjamin never came to the shop. This song yeah, has been yes. in Rocket loads of times. We've met her. 
And Sarah, our old manager, yeah. knew her from back in Adelaide. Ooh, oh, Sarah. I was thinking, I was thinking of Jay, our old man, band manager. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, Sarah knew her from Adelaide. Mm. Australian. No, no, Liam Brody. That's the only person no. I can think of. I can't think of anyone else. Jay. See her. Remember no, her? No. You don't remember her? Well, I remember the name vaguely, but... Okay. Well, she sang a big song called <coughs> Chandelier that you would have definitely heard at some point. Like, she's a... Full blown pop star. Anyway, she wrote Diamonds by Rihanna. Okay, number six. <laughs> I will always love you. Dolly Parton. There we yes! go. Yes! Oh, oh, he's off the mark. Oh, I haven't got to run around here with my trousers around my ankles. He's off the mark. I thought you'd get that one. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Thanks, God. <sighs> I can breathe with a sigh of relief. Seven. Fame. I... The David. No, the David Bowie song. Oh. Fame. And now he didn't. This is he's a co-write, to be fair, but he wrote the hook. <coughs> I'm gonna guess. So okay. it's a David Bowie song, obviously. Yeah, of course, of that era. So it's probably before that. So mm-hmm. um, it was a he. So it's definitely gonna be. It is a he. Yeah. You've definitely heard of him. He's in a band that we've done a quiz on before. It's not Niall from One Direction. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, in a band we've done a quiz on before. Yeah, they've had their own quiz. Just on. No way. John Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah, but yeah, that gave me that gave me. Yeah, no, but I mean, could have it's one yeah. one out of four. Yeah, well, you could have that. That's two. Definitely wasn't Ringo, so obviously drew up. <laughs> yeah, been to be fair, one from three. Yeah, <clears throat> John, I didn't realise that John Lennon wrote oh. the chorus to Fame. Oh. Um, uh, beautiful, the James Blunt. No, the mm. beautiful uh, Christina Aguilera song. You are beautiful in every single day. Yep, that's the one. Words can't. Isn't that funny? It's a cover. Yeah, cool, I like that song. It's not a cover. It was written by oh by someone else. Yeah. Um, Some of these aren't. Yeah, it's not a cover. Because oh, Fame see. wasn't a cover. Yeah, I see. It's been written by by someone for yeah. her. Um, I'm gonna guess it was Whitney Houston. <laughs> It's just a solid guess. I think she was dead when it <laughs> came out, but whatever. Uh, that's Linda Perry of the Four Non Blondes oh, fame. Yeah, she's, yeah. I think she's written a lot of hits for people. Oh. Okay. You Make Me Feel, brackets like a natural woman. Lisa Stansfield. Aretha Franklin. Obviously made it famous, but who wrote it? Um, who wrote it? You make me feel... I think this was, she wrote it especially for this, for Aretha Franklin. Um. And her name sounds like she's the best at singing Christmas songs in Rockbusters style. The best at singing Christmas songs. Um, yeah, Phil is Phil in his. That's Evie Steve's Be- thinking noises. Evie Best. <laughs> Evie Best. It's good. It's good. I don't know who Evie Best is, but it works. It, Carol King. Oh. Yeah. And last one. You'd be pleased to know. Last but not least. We Found Love, the Rihanna song. Okay. Oh, that's two Rihanna songs. But... Uh, wasn't it, um, what's his chops? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, um, Calvin Harris. There we go. Yeah. Calvin Harris. God, that I mean, was I think he was featuring on that one, so that was pretty yeah. easy. But three. Yeah. Good solid three. I'll take yeah, that. It's not your worst. I thought I was going to go for a, at some point, you know, I'm gonna, definitely going to get a zero. Yeah, I'm hoping so. <laughs> I seem to be consistent with my um Three around scores the, around the three four around yeah. the three to between three and five. Yeah, that's your sweet spot. Yeah. Now 
let me just do last week's Rockbusters before I move on to this week's. Mm-hmm. I've remembered to do... Uh, now, again, Harvey Penfold got on before it had even... He said he listened to it in the gym or something, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he listened to it in the gym. Harvey works out. Of course he does. Ladies, Harvey arms Penfold. Like Find yeah. him on Instagram. Yeah. At uh, arms like a... Are you going to Tank truck. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Anyway, number one, I know a woman who makes beef burgers shoes for horses was of course Patty Smith Patty oh. Smith uh, and number two could be Mr Hodgson could be a buffalo type animal not sure which was of course Roy or Bison <laughs> which only really works if you're right. I was thinking Orbison I was thinking Orbit the Sun uh, obviously you don't pronounce it that way but it's written well, down it works someone got it someone got it so a uh, go it works yeah. right this week's this week's number one! Hello, my name is Bernard 2001. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Out, mother crushers. Patrick, Francis of Assisi, Greavesy's best mate, Joan of Arc. That's that's it, that's the clue. And B, oh. one of those ladies from How Clean Is Your House is now living in the forest eating badgers and drinking from a babbling stream. Again, I was about the other one. Okay, one of those ladies from How Clean Is Your House? You remember that show? No. Okay, well that's so I'm fucked now. Yeah, I'm out. It's quite important. You can Google it if you really want to do this. One of those ladies from How Clean Is Your House is now living in the forest, eating badgers and drinking from a babbling stream. Oh, Mm. that's all about the. It's not true. Oh, this is just just a clue. Okay, just a cryptic clue. That's Rockbusters. Good luck with those. Yeah. As always, first person to get them gets a free drink in yeah. store. Oh, well, you said two tote bags to Harvey now. Yeah, no, well, he can just get one when we see him. He's, a, he's when definitely he back when he comes back for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Shall we open the doors, the creaking doors, to the Hall of Fame? Hello, little boy. Oh, who's in there? Who's in there? Who's in there already? Let's have a look. Clap your hands, say yeah. Yeah. Nardasurf? No. No, Gene. Gene. Then Nardasurf. Then Tom Veck. Tom Veck. Tom Veck. Clear Lake. Clear Lake. And Beach House. And Beach House. Six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure that's it. And now it's back to me to tell you all about a band called The Guillemots. Not all about them. But just really, what we're here to do is encourage you to go and listen yeah, to them. Bare basics, obviously. Yeah. 
We never do enough research to know anything <coughs> that bear bag sigs. Well, I can tell you a few things about them. Before we describe <coughs> their music, they formed in 2004, were active until 2015. They oh, are made quite up... Quite a long time. The classic lineup. yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't realise they were still together like mm. six years ago. I thought they were gone longer than that. Uh, four piece classically Fife Dangerfield yeah. he's a singer teacher. and songwriter he looks like a geography what a name a tall geography teacher he does he's a hairy he used to wear like um, corduroy suit jackets with arm patches yeah he did before that was cool yeah <laughs> he went on never mind the boss cops a few times he was actually did very he? funny yeah oh. yeah, <clears throat> yeah good great name. singer Mr. Dangerfield. great songwriter Fife Dangerfield fucking cool name he sounds yeah. like a super spy Aristazabal Hawks she, she was the, she was the uh, double, double bass. bass player Looked like Scarlett, who we yeah. used to work with. Yeah. Quite hot. Yeah. Greg Stewart, or Greg Stewart, I think he's Scottish. And Greg. The, he was the drummer. And the weird guitarist is called, called MC Lord Magral. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. The pronunciation might be wrong there. Their classic lineup, I think the MC guy left okay. a few years before they actually oh, okay. were defunct. Uh, their first album, Through the Window Pane. Yeah. Which is really the, the their sort of, seminal work. Is the, the seminal work and the one that you should go and listen to. Uh, it's called Through the Window Pane. Uh, that was nominated for a Mercury Prize. Yep. Uh, it went the charts at number 17. You know, so at, and at the time they were pretty, solid performance. pretty big deal. You know, you could find them on uh, mainstream TV and radio. Yep. But things soon soured. And the second album, although it did contain a number nine... Chart smash it. Chart smash it. Get over it. Get over it. That one. Woo-hoo! That's the one. The, the didn't get the often. Basically, if you don't top your first album, yeah, the music press stop writing about you, yeah. and the kind of the hype dies down. Yeah, and you, you might get, have you a hardcore fan base. Days, do you? you don't. And then they released a third album, uh, Walk the River, which I think is really like good. Like a hunted animal. Which is really good, I think, but yeah, but it just lost. They lost momentum. Yeah, they they sort of had lost momentum. But which doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair because there's still great songs on it, which I imagine are not being listened to by many people. Mm. Certainly, young people. But what we always think with this this feature, essentially, we're sort of talking to the the kids who come in the shop, and I'm saying, why the fuck aren't you listening to the Gillymots? You, you'll you'll really enjoy it. You'll have yourself a rollicking good time. Yep. It's Beautiful melodic classic songwriting, really. It's uh, flipping our work sometimes. They're kind of like they're challenging, I think, and they're quite chaotic. Well, certainly on the second album, I think on the first album, there's he's got it's enough me, on there that's, got, that's quite immediate. I don't want to say Beach Boys vibe, but the way he kind of instruments stuff on that first album is quite yeah, this orchestral almost. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of big stuff orchestral going on element and, to it, and weird. Um, oh, weird kind of m- p- instrumentation, and yeah. it's not like your classic guitar-based kind of rock. It's no. stuff happening all the time, or weird stuff coming in, and weird they're, chords. I think they're all like multi-instrumentalists and stuff, yeah. but it's it's a really big-sounding yeah. album, isn't it? There's a lot thrown. Well, thrown I listened at to it. some of it live earlier, and I remember I mean, like, it sounds really chaotic, like hard to kind of pick pick what's going on sometimes there's a lot of stuff happening and weird stuff coming in and out And but then there's this, there's song like made up love song that's, <coughs> yeah. that's just even a that very it's a beautiful song but even that's got weird stuff going on and it's quite 
it's not like you know, like you give a Coldplay song or a Stroke song or something. And it's like you know what you get, and you can kind of put your seat. Yeah, well, that's there. what's good about them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I think it's good. It's that's just a plus. Like, cause, but that it doesn't matter if a melody's that good. Mm. It doesn't really matter what you do with it. I, I don't think like it shines through like yeah. a a beacon. He's a bit. Like, of a, that's just a, a, a Scarly. Would you say is that the right phrase to say someone that's quite differently thinking differently? Svengali is kind of a sort uh, of a, almost like a Jedi master, like yeah. a sort of well, guy that people go to to sort of yeah, get wisdom. Not the right phrase him, but he's he's very very clever. He thinks yeah, yeah, yeah. he thinks yeah. differently about how he arranges his songs and how he puts them together. Mm. I assume that he had was had a big influence in that. Well, I think they wrote collaboratively, co- collaboratively okay. but he did then have a solo quite a successful solo career as well like okay. for a little bit he, I think he had a song on an advert that did well that okay. became a bit of a yeah. Radio 2 hit oh. uh, but yeah I, I get the impression he was yeah the driving force yeah. of the band I mean as the singers often are yeah. uh, but they're yeah Made Up Love song off that album Trains to Brazil off yeah. that album and there's a song called We're Here that yeah. we've had a crack at that you'll hear at the end <laughs> the end of this podcast uh, we saw him at Brixton Academy back in day, yeah. and it was a bit actually. They never quite took it to the next level. Is that the live show didn't really translate because on the record it's yeah, such. I can't, I can't remember seeing him. I knew. I, no, I do remember kind of seeing him, but I, I can't pick anything out from yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can remember being disappointed because I, I was I so I into saw, that I saw album. Him in a small, a small venue. Yeah, we saw him at Islington as well. Me yeah. and you did. Yeah, with the Magic Numbers. Yeah, that same gig. Yeah. But we also saw them at Brixton Academy, and it was disappointing. Yeah. I think that was their first like big, big show. Big show, and obviously on the record, where it's got all these big orchestra and strings and theremins and stuff, and then yeah. live, it just didn't quite. It was a so bit. I definitely think there's a, an influence there, isn't it? Beach Boys kind of pet yeah, sounds yeah. influence. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But the, yeah, the song that we do at the end, like, is a. If you listen to the recorded version, it's got strings and it's got pianos it's and it's got. Yeah weird sort of atmospheric yeah. noises as well but when he, he, put, he came and just played it on the acoustic guitar and I was really disappointed yeah. I thought you might have got a string quartet or something yeah. for that cheap went cheap but he say so when we learnt I'll say we learnt because I gave up because it was too hard but the songs are like the, that song we covered right you listen mm. to the chords and the progression of the chords is yeah. pretty it's, it's, it's not like normal like most no. songs you can hang your hat on the verse a rotation of chords for a verse yeah. and a chorus. You it might get the odd fuck note, but that is like it's all over the place, wouldn't it? Yeah, it kind of changes key mid mid song a couple and of back times. Two times it changes and it yeah. goes to some really weird notes and some interesting. It's not chords. the classic verse chorus pattern, verse bridge no, chorus, which you can normally kind of like. It's well, most songs are easier to learn because once you get the, the basics down, you can kind of wing yeah. It a bit. It's interesting. Part of doing what we're doing is then like when learning the chords of these songs and yeah. seeing which ones are really simple and which yeah. ones are kind of actually oh that's actually way more complicated than I. Yeah. Or well, those chords just sound great well, that, on their own. Well, that one I just I was like I haven't got time to be learning this because it's so difficult. So we let, we let you let you do it in the end. Mm, Steve does join in. At the end, so yeah. do stick around to the end. Christmas <laughs> version. Yeah, he is in there. Yeah. Uh, so, but don't yeah. give up on me. I am. There. I am part yeah. of it. So yeah. the Gillowats, yeah, I think they're really worth. One of the songs I actually loved, and we tried to, as a band, we tried to, we were inspired by was uh, Little Bear. Yeah, and it's a beautiful bit of string work at the beginning, which like really ebbs and flows. Yeah, and the song itself is like really down and really like it's a beautiful little. Actually, song Actually, in my research today, Paul McCartney was a big fan of that song. Is he? And he said it was a really brave way to start an album. Yeah, that's the first track on the, on that album. On the third album? No, on the first. Is it on the first album? Yeah, I, yeah. I was looking for. It, I couldn't find it. Little 
bear. Yeah, well, it is. It's, it's a, yeah. I love that song. It's beautiful. Yeah. Endorsed by McCartney. There's a couple of things we about tried, writing we songs. Had a, we had a crack, didn't we? Trying to kind of use that kind of that way of writing and yeah. see if we can come up with something. We, we had a, well, a, good, a good song thing. came out of it. Yeah. Although I think we changed we, the way we did it in the end. We started we off doing it like that and then we yeah. made it a bit more upbeat. Yeah. But we come from somewhere, had to start somewhere. Exactly. As all songs do. To write. <clears throat> Yeah. But yeah, I think if you if they're if you're listening and you you remember them, I think they're worth. I bet they're one of those bands you've gone. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Go back and listen to them. There's a lot to enjoy. And if you hadn't heard of them, go listen to them. Yeah, start, we get to listen to Little Bear, the first song. Yeah. Start start with that album, uh, through the window pane. And yeah, the, I think you'll really enjoy it. There's there's a lot to enjoy on there. Yeah. And enjoy our cover at the end of the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna go sneeze. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's fine. Let me just clap them in. Welcome. Oh yeah, into into the Hall of Fame, the Guillemots. Congratulations! It's you know one of the biggest honours that you can have bestowed on you. If you're not going to go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which let's face it, you have to be fucking Genesis or Iron Maiden or something to go in there. You don't want to go in that one. What you want to be in is the failed Rockstar Club Hall of Fame. And I think it's worth clarifying actually. Because uh, we don't really mention this, the the the, type, the podcast called being called Failed Rockstar Club is nothing to do with any of these bands that we're putting in being failed rock stars. Which is maybe why they're not um, responding to us. Yeah, well, I sometimes worry about that. Um, guys, I know you're listening. You should <laughs> you should know. I just can't believe that some more people haven't kind of. I know. Like, I know. So but, weird. But yeah, just to reiterate that it is nothing to do with the quality of music. We, me and Steve, are a couple of failed rock stars, and we believe that we're not failures because at least we gave it a damn fucking good go. And we enjoyed the journey. Yeah, you're not a failure if you try. Okay, so that's the message behind it. It's nothing to do with your. I mean, if anything, listen to what we're saying. We're bigging you up. Okay, so don't get all sensitive about not it. Not thirteen in the charts. Yeah. Well yeah. Right. Now you posed a question. Yeah. On Instagram. Last night, stupid a little twist. shit you did when you was young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that how you phrased it? Yeah, lovely. Because we were talking in the shop, and we were talking about all the like stupid stuff you did when we were young, and like I forget how it came up. But it came up somehow. Mm-hmm. That was quite funny. Some of the stories we were hearing, and like playing at uni when doing mad stuff like stamping on light bulbs <laughs> yep. with bare feet, going like um, skinny dip, not skinny dipping. What are they called? Streaking around the neighbourhoods. Yep. Why? <coughs> we used to come up climbing up lampposts, yeah. and I fell off, and I got a massive scratch, basically from my leg all the way up my stomach, all the way to my chin, on the sign I was standing on. Not worth it, was it? Not really. <coughs> we used to do this thing called SAS, and we'd run around the neighbourhood and knock everybody's for sale signs down. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. And then sometimes see us out the window, and then we'd have to leg it and hide yeah. in the park. Yeah, SAS. <laughs> so I got some. Um, yeah. Share some responses. Okay. Billy ran out of the room when the radio was on. I mean, like as in they were scared of the radio. Yeah, they qualified it afterwards by saying sensory issues, obviously. Um, Becca duct taped a booster seat onto a skateboard and rolled down a hill with my brother. Now that that is stupid. Yeah, I did something like that with my mates at the uni. I did they film it? I don't know if they filmed it. Oh, that sounds like the kind of thing you do now, film it to be like yeah, TikTok famous. Prankers. Prank, yeah, the new jackass. Yeah, a couple of prankers. Jen, um, eating strawberry toothpaste. Yeah, I used to do that. Did you? Yeah. Punch and Judy it used to be called. Mm. 
And if I was if I was sent to bed hungry, have a lovely little delicious bit of punch and Judy. <laughs> Isabel um, sticking my head into a washing machine to sniff the insides <laughs> of the washing machine. <laughs> Let's hope. John, um, well, I think they like the smell of like clean, clean washing. Yeah, I guess. Like while it was going around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. Uh, John Dunster here, um, wanking into my grandma's knickers. We'll soon find out if he listens to the podcast, won't we? <laughs> Jonathan Dunster. Well, mate, a bit weird. <laughs> okay, well, thank- again, thanks for sharing. Hello. <laughs> Oversharing. Um, someone called um, Mouldy Bread Bin <laughs> Licking Soap. <laughs> okay, ill advised. Yeah. But, you know, that's how you learn. <clears throat> Simon Beard, you know Simon? Yeah. Simon Williams. Uh, he used to walk three miles in the pitch black because he wanted to try to save money on his cab fares. Yeah, that's a risky little game, isn't it? Yeah. Alec Darcy Cheap. Jones. Eating sand. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And Shove, he qualified yeah, shoveling it, it in. By saying his parents also let him because they thought it was good for his immune system. Mm. And Hannah, eating cat food. Sure. That, I mean... Like, what? Because you're hungry? Or as a dare? I, mm-hmm. I need to know the context of yeah, that one to see how stupid it is. Yeah. I've seen it done. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't, but it was usually I wouldn't a, fancy it. A dare situation. A dare. Yeah. <clears throat> Touch my such and such. Mm. Lick my so and so. Eat my dog food. Yeah. Well, that time we were in a party at a record label place and we just pissed all over the toilet and didn't yeah. actually piss in it. Out of all that, really. That was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking be, back on it, probably yeah, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, somebody did that to us. But, I mean, there were mitigating circumstances. Yeah. It was... Um, once a guy... It was um, revenge. <laughs> at Peter Heddle's house, took a dump in his parents' plant pot. Ooh, the house party. You did? No, so I didn't oh, do it. Oh, somebody did, did. Okay. Yeah. Dirty protest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw we could do <laughs> wax lyrical about those things. Yeah. But, uh, I think the winner goes to John Dunster. <laughs> yeah, he's pushed it the furthest. Eh? He's, he's pushed the envelope. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um. Right. Well, it's it's done. The lyrics sound weird when you read them out. Oh yeah. What, what have you yeah. got for us this week? Oh, you've gone with uh, Queen. You know I'm into Queen, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we start, let's get the intro out of the way. Oh, <laughs> that looked a thousand million in the mouth. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so I've gone You've with. You've recovered well from that stroke, didn't you? <laughs> you have? Oh, so you're saying it, John? Yeah. Um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Famous Queen hit. Yes. I've listened to Queen recently. Yep. So I've gone for. I'm not sure. I haven't really read this in detail, so we'll find out together whether or not this is something to be laughed at, or mocked, or admired. Or admired Did or... Carmen recommend this to you? No, we were, well, she was in here. Yeah. We were listening to it, and uh, or worried. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so we're, we're laughing now. We'll see how we feel as as it goes on. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Wait, isn't this not going to be sizest? Is it? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's figure it out. Oh, you're going to take <laughs> me home tonight. Thought you were doing the jingle again. <laughs> oh, down beside that red fire light. Lovely. Oh, you're going to let it all hang out. Mm-hmm. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. Mm-hmm. We know that bit goes, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cook the verse. 
I was just a skinny lad. Never knew no good from bad. Yeah, I can picture that. But a new love before I left my nursery. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> left alone. This is why you always left, proofread. Left alone with Big Fat Fanny. <laughs> Christ. Uh, love to be she was such a naughty nanny. Oh no. Is it a bit pedo? Um, hey big woman, you made a bad boy out of me. Mm, okay. Did... Well, is there a darker message behind this? I don't know. I've been singing with my bands across the water, across the land. I've seen every blue-eyed floozy on the way, but their beauty and their style went kind of smooth after a while. Take me to them naughty ladies every time. Doesn't sound like the sort of thing Freddie would be going on about. <laughs> no. He's changed, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Now I've got mortgages and homes, i got stiffness in the bones. Ain't no beauty queens in this locality, but I still get my pleasure. Still got my greatest treasure. Hey, big woman, you're going to make a big man out of me. You don't get many songs with the word mortgage in here. <laughs> Nice. Shame, should be more. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Chapman from Keen, he should sing about mortgages. The mortgage broker. He's, he's probably selling them now. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, take me home tonight. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. And at the end, get on your bikes and ride. Right. Ding, 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 ding. <clears throat> yeah, there's just that one, yeah, one disturbing yeah, passage most, in the middle. Yeah. Is he, is he implying, he, bit... is this quite literal? He did what? used to have a nanny called Fanny who was quite mean. And that, that discipline yeah. has turned him into the man that he was. Hmm. And she sounds like she was a fatty. I don't know. I knew love before I left my nursery. Left alone with Big Fat Fanny. She was <laughs> such a naughty nanny. Hey, big woman, mm. you've made a bad boy out of me. We're going to have to research. Because it sounds Freddie a little Mercury, bit like it could be... Nanny Fanny. Nanny Fanny. <laughs> He's Nanny Fanny story. Yeah. Because it could be a little bit much. Well, we'll see. But well, yeah, is, is it a metaphor for something darker yeah. that happened in his childhood? Well, yeah, because or is it literally that he had a quite a disciplinarian mm. nanny <clears throat> called Fanny? Again, because all these songs, right? You sing along, whoa! Yeah, but you don't notice. You the don't this is what this again. This is why this feature is so good. Yeah. Bringing attention to the words, the weird shit, the weird shit behind so, the genius. Yeah. Enjoy fat bottom girls. Yeah, next time. I've never noticed him say Fanny in it at all. I and I normally just a my skinny lad never knew no good from bad, but <laughs> yes. I knew love before I left my nursery. <laughs> left alone with big fat fanny, she was naughty naughty nanny. Hey big woman, you made a bad boy out of me. Oh, you're gonna take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red fire light. Oh, you're gonna let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking round go round. Okay. Uh, well, I'll listen out for Fanny next time. My ears are normally attuned to the word Fanny. You, know, I, you normally. Uh, you, know, you, you perk. Yeah. <laughs> like a little meerkat. Yeah. Let me say Fanny. Yeah. But yeah, not on this occasion. They will be now. Okay, where you go. But, I mean, it's not one of the, the best ones, that one, but. Well, it had a catchy. I think it's the longest we've actually talked about. Yeah, Fanny for ages. Okay. So to finish uh, off, yeah, one one final thought. 
ask a question of everyone you meet. They will know something you don't. Mm. Yeah. That's that's probably true. Too many people um, spend their time waiting to speak next. We spoke about this all the time. Yeah. Instead, you should ask a question and listen listen to their answer and actually be engaged in what they have to say. Be intentional in the conversation. It's a, it'll be a positive experience for you to learn something and also for them to think that you actually are interested yeah. in them. Yeah. You can get your fully active listening. Hmm. That that is well. That is a big lesson. I think we can all learn. And it's not just like I see it a lot in here, mm. like people talking. Wife, but wife. Yeah. yeah, I read that. I forget where I read that. Yonks, not long ago, but in my li- recent journey of discovery. But mm-hmm. it's quite recently, and I thought it was probably quite good because we're also willing to talk about ourselves right all the time mm-hmm. and what we do. But actually, making the effort to ask questions of people because a you learn because yep. everyone knows something you don't, and they'll they'll. F- <clears throat> feel good feel good because you've listened yeah. and that, which is what any everybody yeah. really wants Yeah, and you'll feel better because you've learnt something Yeah, and plus you've made them feel better that make you feel better everyone's a winner that's the truth yeah and it has to be one question unless they're really interesting but yeah then because, follow it up because if all the people we eat in the shop right and you come to the till it's like you know they'll all, yeah, they'll all have something <clears> to say yeah. could be something small could be something big but yeah. they'll, they'll you know even if it's just something about their life what's the square root of 840 <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's the sort of thing to quiz people but who wrote red red wine <laughs> true <clears throat> Neil Diamond if you're asking uh, but yeah I think it's probably quite a good thing to do I think basically the whole point is basically to be engaged in other people's stories yeah. more than we are yes actually listen rather than just be waiting for your turn to speak and rehearsing what you're going to say yeah you know or just your mind wandering about something that happened to you the day before you know like a pinball machine it's just the conversation takes you well, to something you, else. You, was, you were saying it, wasn't you? Saying that the amount of times you're in here and they're just like just talking at you and yeah. lance and it's just waiting for their turn to speak next rather than kind of yeah. Well, we, not not just with me, with each other as well. Mm. Like just I, I hear them talking over the top of each other, which is a surefire sign that they're not listening. Mm. That's why we have two but, ears and one mouth. <laughs> yeah. But again, that that part of that is an age thing. You like yeah. you sort of. I think if you've sometimes think if I showed them or like taped a conversation they'd notice how much they're talking over the top of each other and not listening but yeah you you eventually learn that people that really annoys people (laughs) and you stop doing it most people do some some people don't but there you go that was Steve's final thought uh so that's that's a podcast right yeah that's my podcast yeah your podcast yeah oh no i'm happy happy with that that. happy that length i feel better for uh sharing uh, go and listen to that uh, Silk Sonic song. Listen to the Guillemots. Listen to our lovely cover version that it's about to play. Yep. And have yourself a fine week. Yep. By the next time we speak to you, you've probably put your Christmas decorations up. We've been Black Friday'd, but we've had the gig out of the way, so yep. we can talk about how that went. Yep. Um, and it'll be my band for the. Um, yeah. Do you know who it is? Yeah. Alex Clare. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so enjoy enjoy our cover version of Guillemot's We're Here. We're here. The world is our carpet now. The world is our dance floor now. Remind me how to dance again. Carpet
down. Oh, fuck. Fuck! I went to the wrong line. Sorry. At least it was early on. I could have got the lyrics wrong, nobody would have noticed. <laughs> I could have swapped them around. Ah, bollocks. Ah, bollocks with you. We're going. The world is our copy. Seconds in a day 